<clears throat> Hello, ladies and gentlemen, it's me, Daniel Kay, the host of the Daniel Kay's Let's Plays podcast, the podcast in which I, Daniel Kay, play video games. I make Let's Plays of the video games I play, and they're audio-only Let's Plays. No video component, it's a podcast. Today I have uh, what I think will probably be just like a one-off video. I'm playing a, a, a free game off Steam. I just installed Steam. Are you excited for me? Uh, I think the last time I was on Steam was 2010, which is now seven years ago. And, uh, yeah. Uh, I, I had forgotten my password. I made a new password. I logged on to Steam. I've got uh, the three games which I had on Steam were The Secret of Monkey Island Special Edition, which I'm pretty uh, excited to have rediscovered. I think, if I remember rightly, it has all the original artwork. So that sort of garbage special edition redone artwork, I can just totally ignore that and swap over to original Secret of Monkey Island, uh, which, is, which is the way to play that game. Uh, I've got Super Brothers Sword and Sorcery. You'll remember that? Yeah, the one which looked so nice and fancy all those years ago and had a, a groovy soundtrack by a groovy artist. Um, and then I've got Dear Esther is the third and final game which I have, which is a walking simulator. I think it was the first time I'd ever heard of a walking simulator. And I was like, oh, I like this. I'm just exploring a world. Whoa, that sounds exciting. And it was a massive disappointment. Um, yeah, the, the problem with Dear Esther is that it's so obvious that no button uh, will ever do anything except for your arrow keys. There's no interaction with the world whatsoever, which is not, it's not good. And it really, you, it really feels that way. So it's like, oh, I'm exploring this incredible island. I know I'll never find anything because I lack the capacity to, to interact with anything. And yeah, it's just, it's just like a narrative story being read to you as you, as you walk around. Yeah, it's a walking simulator, you know that. But I, I feel like I should be able to... You go over there and, you know, push that tree or look at this rock, you know, find this interesting patch of sand on the beach of this interesting island I'm on. Or, you know, open this cupboard. You know, it's got shacks and stuff on the, on the island, which you're like, you're walking through shacks, but you can't open drawers. You can't open shutters and look out windows. You can't uh, move an upside down cup to see if there's something under the cup. There's no interaction so but this isn't i'm not playing dear esther i'm playing a game which i have never played before and which i have only just downloaded then <clears throat> this is a game that was inter 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 this is a game that was recommended to me by uh emperor constantine the drowsy you know emperor p constantine aka peter at m Emp Constantin on Twitter, and he uh, used his Twitter account to send a message to me which said, Hey Dan, why don't I check out this game? It's free on Steam, and it's a little bit like Katamari, maybe? And uh, that was a while ago now. Oh, that was a while ago. I just uh, I just finally got around to making myself a new Steam password, so I thought I'd finally get around to trying out this recommendation. <clears throat> I think the only reason he recommended it is that it kind of looks a little bit like maybe it could be similar to Katamari in terms of its low-poly style, and it's maybe... Uh, it, it's sort of, like, thematically, I think, maybe you go around collecting things? I don't know. I don't know anything about it. It's called Island Dash. Did I say that already? Island Dash. Um... 
Let's just hit the play button. I've hit play. Island Dash. Preparing to launch Island Dash. Made with Unity. Let's go full screen, please. There we go. Welcome to Parto Parmesano. Parmesano. We've got a beautiful romantic beach <laughs> where you can relax all day long. <laughs> a vibrant city with some amazing architecture. This is and cute. An active volcano. Oh. Book now and get 10% off. <laughs> Oh, we're looking at an opening cinematic. Island Dash. <laughs> Controls, space, exit, and the arrows. No, no mouse? Oh, it's just playing the, uh, the intro over again. Space to skip. Okay, cool. <clears throat> I plugged in my mouse especially for this. This laptop doesn't have a mouse built in. I had to plug in a mouse into it. I mean, yeah, it has a touchpad built in. I was being weird. Um... I plugged in a little cordless mouse to play this game. Turns out I only need a spacebar, the exit key, and the arrows. That's weird. It's been ages since I've used anything except for WASD to control anything. But yeah, what we looked at then, listeners, was a little uh, tourist video welcoming me to this paradise island. It's got some pretty beautiful beachside resort-style buildings, and then some old, like statuary and canals and then there's like a kind of jungly section to the island with an active volcano and there's a beautiful beach and there is obviously like a little tourist center uh where my character is watching this video and there's a little old lady reading a paper and everything is very low poly everything is very stylized the characters are like caricatures of human beings they're like uh money for old rope kind of characters you know yeah, you know. But it looks like a nice environment. Let's unmute. And now let's hit the space to, ski, to, to skip. And now I get the option to start the game. Or exit. So let's start the game instead. Start game. I use the space bar to start the game. Mission. Buy a hot dog. And I'm this uh, sort of quite chubby looking tourist in a big blue shirt and a yellow straw hat. And I'm on a beach. Uh, this is like a three-quarter view... Uh, kind of... Ooh. Ooh! It's interesting. It's, uh, it's tank controls. But the camera is locked to my back. So the left arrow spins my character around, the forward arrow runs. And he runs real fast. This is a speedy guy. But there's a... Oh! Oh, it moves really well. It's, it's nice and smooth. Man, his, his arms are really chopping away like crazy. Uh, there are some fitter people than me lying down on the beach. Their low-poly uh, style makes them look a little bit deformed. A little bit like they've had like full-body skin grafts. Uh, there's something about the, the way the texture on the surfaces of their bodies kind of jumps and jitters, which is very, very unsettling. Um, oh, I'm just running around the beach, listeners. There are people like lying on the ground. Um... There's some really weird collision stuff going on. Yeah, where there'll be a, a beach umbrella and a little empty deck chair, and I'm running past it. I actually bang up against its collision box. Like, I'm nowhere near... My character's nowhere near hitting the umbrella, but still, it, it's getting in his way. Uh, let's let's find out if I can jump by hitting the space bar, listeners. I'm just going to take a run along this beach. I'm just basically going back and forth along the beach now, listeners. Let's see if I can jump. No! No! No, no jumping. I guess the space is uh, is my interaction key. So can I walk up to this person lying in this little deck chair? 
Man, it, it's pretty sensitive how fast he turns around, my character. No, no interaction with this. Uh, there's a beach ball here. Can I interact with the beach ball? This isn't another dear Esther situation, is there? This isn't. This is like a, a, a sort of chubby running simulator. Um, oh, I've got little sandals. No, little. Yeah, they're little thongs. I've got little blue thongs on. Uh, brown sort of cargo shorts. All right. Uh, what happens if I just run into the water? Shall we find out, listeners? Let's. Oh, I just. Okay. Before I even hit the water, I run up against like a collision. An invisible wall, which will stop me from going into the ocean. Um, out, out in the ocean, I can see a sandy island with a blue, red, and white striped uh, thingy on it. You know, woo, the goodies live in it. No, lighthouse. That was only one episode of the goodies. The goodies don't live in a lighthouse. Sorry, what the hell am I talking about? They only went to a lighthouse once. In that lighthouse episode of the goodies. Which is your favorite goodie, listener? I think mine, yeah, obviously mine is Dr. Graham Garden. The others are just total shit compared to Graham Garden. He's the, not only is he the greatest goodie, he's one of, like, just, yeah, the coolest dudes. I love Graham Garden. Uh, he's sort of old and wrinkled now, but, like, 70s Graham Garden, man, what a look. What a set of chops. Mutton chops, that is. All right, we've exited the beach. Uh, we're up on this sort of beautiful cobble, like crazy paving cobblestoned uh, alfresco area. There are tables. There's a lady here in a pink blouse with blue jeans, brown hair, sitting at a table alone, staring at the empty table with her black little raisin eyes and uh, no other features on her face. Oh no, she has a tiny flat nose. You can just see it in the right light. These kind of horror. <laughs> It's like melted waxwork, people. They creep me out a little. Oh, there's a hot dog stand here. Oh, my mission is still displayed at the top by a hot dog. There's a stand. There's an employee here who looks exactly like Dilbert. Exactly like Dilbert. But he's uh, sat in a booth. And on top of the booth, there's an enormous, I guess, fiberglass hot dog. I think that's what you'd make a hot dog that size out of if you were advertising hot dogs for your hot dog stall. Fiberglass. Now, let's walk up and see what happens if I try and buy a hot dog. Oh, space to interact. Yeah, thank you, game. I'm going to talk to Dilbert. Hey, dude. Want to buy a hot dog? That's only $3.50. Uh, Hey, dude. Want to buy a hot dog? It's displayed. Three question marks. Space to continue. Oh, I see. You lost your money. Oh. (laughs) This 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 game is charming as fuck. Um, I cannot place this accent. I have no idea where Dilbert is from in this game. Uh, Emperor Constantine, I think, is a Hungarian living in the UK. So is this a Hungarian game? He, like, knows about it through his Hungarian ties? Gosh. I'm going to sound real dumb if this is nowhere near a Hungarian accent and I'm just pulling facts out of my hat here next to me on my big black Ikea couch. I keep my hat to keep facts in. It's what I used before Wikipedia was a thing, but I've just kept it around. Go to the ice cream shop. They surely got the chop for you. A, a chop for you. That's interesting. Go to the ice cream shop. They surely got a job for you. Yeah. V- mission updated. Visit the ice cream shop and now I have... Oh my gosh. Oh no, listeners. Oh no, the game's become much more complicated suddenly. Uh, inventory. Uh, I have an inventory. It's empty. I have money. Uh, $0.00 out of $3.50. But up top right left. Energy left. 2,476 calories and it's slowly counting down. And when I move, when I run, it counts down faster. Shit, this is what Emperor Constantine was recommending me this for. 
because this is just like the calories episode of the Katamari game which I played. He must have played this game and thought this is just like that episode of Katamari which Dan played. I'm just running, I'm running around, I don't know where the ice cream shop is. I'm leaving this alfresco dining area, I'm, I'm entering the sort of city proper. No, it's mostly just alfresco dining area here in the city. Uh, there's a man in the middle of the street here. Press ESC to pause the game. Oh, th- thank you. Where's ESC? There he is. Oh! Okay, yeah, we've paused the game. And we see a map. I can resume, but I can just look at the map for a little bit here. Uh, yeah. I wonder if I can see... Is that the ice cream stand down the bottom right of the map? It's a pretty nice looking island here. It's a pretty... It's a pretty interesting shape. Listeners, uh, <laughs> dig, if you will, this picture that I'm about to describe to you. Imagine a... What's the name of that axe? There's a kind of uh, axe which wood, wood choppers and wood carvers use. Is it a bearded axe? But it's got like a, a, a blade which curves around in a kind of like, almost like a horseshoe shape, but a really thick, flat one which you could use to chop wood with. And the idea is that it hangs over your hands and protects your hand, so you can hold your hand right behind the blade and still chop wood. Uh, it kind of reminds me of like a Viking's axe in, you know, like a cartoon kind of Viking, or, you know, like a, a shitty historical TV show about Vikings. They might have axes like this, only it's upside down. The blade, the sharpened blade, is the beach area, and then uh, next to that beach area, there's this long sort of alfresco dining uh, crazy paving area with a hot dog stand in it. And now I've entered kind of the, uh, I don't know, kind of almost the waist of the axe blade where it starts to get thinner before it would uh, turn into a cylinder which joins uh, to a, uh, a big pole of wood, which doesn't exist in this, uh, this rendition, this, this sort of axe head map. Uh, did I say it's upside down? Yeah, it's upside down. So I'm just entering the kind of midsection of the axe of the island. Uh, maybe this will be the thumbnail. Maybe that. Maybe that would save me from having to spend ten minutes describing an upside down axe head. It's just an island. I'm in the middle bit of the island. The middle bit of the island is kind of like a little city centre with uh, tables and uh, trees. And there's a little municipal fountain further on. Alright, let's just resume and keep on playing. Uh, Oh, I should say, over to the east side, just east of this little sort of city centre town square area, uh, there's the fountain, which I described, but then there's also a river running through uh, this sort of city area. Um, And then on the other side of the river, which is accessible by a bridge, a little wooden bridge, there is what could be an ice cream stall. It's certainly a building with a sign, but the sign is facing away from me, so I can't see what's on the front of the sign. I'll need to go look... Uh, and then, sort of, if I were to walk north away from the ice cream station, there's like a, a zigzagging ramp which leads up to an elevated platform of the island. This would be where the axe head joins to a wooden pole if you were to stick the axe head onto the pole. Uh, this sort of area is like a, a blob of jungle and rocks. Uh, and the river actually continues up into this jungle area. And right up north, there is an active volcano with lava. It looks like there's a little building next to the volcano. Let's just uh, resume the game, and there we are. Uh, there's a person here in the city centre. It doesn't speak to me at all. Um, oh, there's a, a, a sculpture. I'm assuming another little fiberglass sculpture of an ice cream. And uh, it's up on top of a metal pole, but halfway up the pole, there's an arrow made out of, like, thin rods of pink uh, material. 
and the arrow is pointing in the direction which I'm already walking, which is towards this building which I think might be an ice cream shop. I'm just walking around the fountain now. The fountain has a statue on top of it of a blobby, low-poly kind of guy who's pointing up to the sky. Ah, a twist, listeners, a twist. What I thought was the ice cream shop is the... What is this? A pizza shop. Diego's Pizza. Uh, And if I hang around... Okay, if I follow the river up north to just before it becomes the jungle area, this is the ice cream shop. Um, I can't access the jungle area because it's an elevated uh, section of the island. It's almost like a sheer cliff up to where the jungle sits. But up against the cliff, there's the ice cream shop here. And there's another little Dilbert character here who's running the ice cream shop. Space to interact. Hello, Amici. You want some ice cream? I do. Uh, is my name Amici? Or does Amici mean, like, friend in some language which I don't know? Yeah, apparently it's called it- Italian. Uh... Oh, you'd like to get some money. <laughs> yeah, please give me a job. <laughs> the, the disappointment in his voice when I didn't want to buy something from him, but I wanted a job was palatable listeners. Let's continue speaking to this Dilbert character. Bring me some coconuts. My cocoa ice cream is running out. <laughs> okay. The text only goes as far as saying, bring me some coconuts. My cocoa ice cream is running. And it doesn't say out. I wonder if that's a typo or if more of the text will be revealed when I hit the space bar. Go to the Aloha Beach. Here is my cocoa collector 3000. Oh. No, the, the, the rest of the sentence wasn't revealed, and he's just continued to speak. Uh, yeah, this game is real, real cute. I like it a lot. Go to the Aloha Beach. That's where I entered this world, isn't it? Where I started. And I now have a coconut collector. Hold space to spool the cocoa collector up. Then run through the coconuts. Uh, I, uh, listeners... Who have been paying more attention to me? Does this guy have the same uh, voice as the hot dog man? Is this just one guy? Like one guy who maybe made this game who is also doing the voices? Because he's a cool sounding guy and I'm liking what he's doing. Go to the Aloha Beach. Okay. Here is my cocoa collector 3000. Thank you, yes. Collect five cocos from the beach. Uh, I'm on 2,230 calories, listeners. Uh, ah, this is weird. Uh, my character is running around and his, uh, his shoulders are uh, like thrusting left and right as his blade-like chubby arms sort of thrust out in front of him, chop, 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 as he runs along. But the Coco Collector 3000, uh, which is strapped to my back as a kind of backpack, is just fixed in the air, floating. It's like it's fixed in space, floating, not anchored to my back at all, just kind of following me. It's really kind of weird. Oh, shit! I'm here at the beach! Crabs! There's crabs at the beach! And they're zigzagging around. They're right next to the coconuts. I can see these weird coconuts on the ground. I'm going to aim at one of the coconuts and hit the space bar. Hold down space. Oh. Okay. What? What? Nothing happened. A little uh, empty fullometer kind of is, is here on the screen with me. When I held down the space bar, it lit up into the red. But nothing happened. So maybe I need to hold down the space bar so that the Cocometer 3000 is running. And then just run into this coconut here. Uh, listeners, there's no reverse button. And a, a crab is zigzagging around in front. Uh, and actually no clipping through the coconut a little bit, I think. So I'm going to need to run the gauntlet. Hold down the bar. Run. Pick up the, the coconut. And then run past the crab in one swift movement. Let's get that done, huh? Got it. 
So is there is there any downside to just having this spacebar held down and my cocometer uh, charged fully constantly? I got one out of five coconuts. Uh, this one is totally crab free. Oh, I got a two out of five coconuts. I just de deactivated the cocometer three thousand. Uh, I see another coconut here. Let's act activate it and run through it. Oh shit! I ran into a crab by mistake. What happened? Did the crab, the the screen flash red like I was terribly injured? I can't see anything that's happened though. Three out of five coconuts. There's two right here. So, and and we're done here. So let's run back to the ice cream shop. I'm on 1,860 calories. Maybe the crab, when it hit me, took away calories. That sure would suck, wouldn't it? Uh, yeah. Oh, we're just running through the town centre. Back to the ice cream shop. Back. I'm hugging a left at the fountain. And I'm approaching the ice cream shop. And here's Dilbert again. I'm on 1,790 calories. Here is one dollar. Thanks for the help. Oh, one dollar? I need three bucks fifty to buy a hot dog. Go to Diego's Pizza. More cash. Go to Diego's Pizza for more cash. This is not a Hungarian accent. Uh, yeah, uh, I'm running across the wooden bridge, across this uh, oh, little river. Oop. I, I got stuck on the bridge and ran up against the side of the bridge for ages. And wasted calories. Here I am, I'm approaching Diego's Pizza. Who is this? Oh, here's Diego. He looks like Dilbert, but with a moustache. Like a pencil moustache. Aloha. I've heard you're looking for money on this island. <laughs> this is totally a different guy, isn't it? This is like the game developer's friend. I love this game. I've got a special job for you. Special? He's got a special job for me. Go into the Rumble Jungle and bring me a pineapple from Rumble Jack. From Rumble Jack? See, uh, the text says, Go into the Rumble Jungle and bring me a pineapple. That's all it says. So from Rumble Jack. Okay. Uh, it's going to be making a pineapple pizza. I can't think of anyone I know who likes pineapple on their pizza, except for me when I was five. And then six-year-old Daniel knew what the fuck was up, and no, no more uh, no more pineapple on pizza for me, thanks. Um, strong opinions on... Tourists eat pineapple pizza like crazy. Watch out, he's a tough guy. The tourists eat pineapple pizza like crazy, but watch out, he's a tough guy. And once again, the, the text is really abbreviated here on my screen. Half of that message is not described. So, Jungle Jack is a tough guy, so I need to watch out for Jungle Jack, I think. Or the tourist? A tourist wants to eat me because they're so crazy for pineapple pizza? Or is it Jungle Jack who's a dangerous guy? The syntax is broken in that sentence. Here are 50 cents in advance. Oh, I got some money in advance. Get a pineapple from Rumblejack. Uh, is this going to be a My Little Pony <laughs> when we arrive at Rumblejack's shack? Alright, uh, here I am at the ramp leading up to the jungle. This kind of has a Lego Island feel to it. Maybe, maybe, maybe this wasn't recommended so long ago that it was in response to the uh, Katamari episode. Maybe I'm misremembering how long ago. I'm up the ramp now. Maybe this was, uh, maybe Emperor Constantine sent this to me uh, after I said I might be playing Lego Island, which I still fully intend to do. So I've got $1.50 listeners. Uh, I'm up in the jungle area. I'm about to recross the bridge. 
I'm cutting across this little uh, thin wooden slat of a bridge, and now I'm going under a big arc of, of, of stone. I'm at the foot of the active volcano, and there are palm trees, coconut fronds maybe all around. And here is a shack, and here's Rumblejack. And then there are four pineapple plants with uh, fully fruited pineapples in front of him. Let's talk to Rumblejack. There he is. I've come up onto his porch. It's kind of like a quint from um, from Jaws' character. It's got a little pipe and some mutton chops and a scruffy face. You surely want to have a pineapple from me, don't you? <laughs> I, I do surely want to have a pineapple from me. I love I love Rumblejack. I never give anyone anything for free. But... <laughs> Her, her face was obscured by her hands and her hair. Uh, never watch this. Never listen to this tape. You must take it out and burn it, but never listen to this tape. But we can bargain. I lost my beloved parrot somewhere in the jungle. The penguins walk out into the tundra, and we think that this one is going to kill itself. Let's see if I can get a cave of forbidden dreams. Uh reference some in here somewhere bring it back and you'll get your stupid pineapple stupid pineapples painted by hand 20,000 years ago they haunt us in our dreams like so many white alligators wait what the fuck am I doing I wasn't paying attention find Rumblejack's parrot where did he say it was so in my head I'm looking for a cave because I was thinking of the cave of Lost dreams. Oh, there's the parrot. It's just down the road. It's a big red bird. Oh, shit, it's running away. It's like fucking far-fetched in the Pokemon game, which I played years ago. I'm running around. Oh, my God, I don't want to be doing this. The parrot is way faster than me. Oh, man, it's running rings around me. All my calories, listeners. I'm catching up a tiny bit. I cut the corner. Shit, this is the Gran Turismo. Let's play suddenly. Oh, I'm behind this ugly red parrot. Okay, I see what's going on. It goes the long way around, and I get... Oh, shit, I gotcha. I got him. I got the goddamn carrot! Yes! That is exactly like the first goddamn episode of my Gran Turismo 4 Let's Play. The parrot goes the slightly long way around and I get an opportunity to cut a corner. But the parrot was faster than me. Let's go back to Rumblejack Shack. Here we are up on his porch. Let's speak to Rumblejack, who's the best character in any anything ever. Thank you so much. Here's the pineapple. Thank you, Rumblejack. Cool, I got the pineapple, I need to run back to Diego's Pizza. Oh shit, I'm getting caught on the porch and just running. I'm losing calories. I'm on 1,260 calories, listeners. I'm running across the bridge, uh, and now I'm running around the jungle, and now I'm heading towards the ramp, and I'm starting to run down this long and winding Jacob's Ladder-style ramp. Shit, Rumble Jack is the best. I bet this guy had a friend who had a really deep voice, and he thought... Hey, I'm going to make a game, and I'll put my friend Rumblejack in it. It'll be my excuse to make a game. Here we are at Diego's. Thanks, dear friend. Here's your payoff. Have fun. My payoff. Have fun. Yes! Woo! I got a full-on, what, two bucks for that? So now I'm on three bucks fifty. Buy your damn hot dog is the mission update. This is such a beautiful game. All the buildings uh, on this beach... Uh, beach, beach encrusted island. They're sort of beautiful pastel, yellow, pink, blue buildings. I'm down to 1,050 calories. I'm running, uh, just running through town, running through the alfresco area, past that woman in the pink blouse with the black raisin eyes, running towards the huge fiberglass hot dog, running towards Dilbert. Here's Dilbert. 
I looking at here? It looks like I'm looking at a slot machine. And now I can I use the mouse to interact with the slot machine? There are three buttons, one big red one and two little white ones. Let's click the little white one first. Oh, no. Nothing. Do I hit the space? I hit the sp space. The big... I click the red... What? Oh, shit, it's going. I did hit the red button. High, high score is... Oh! I wasn't interacting with anything. It's just a mechanic to show me what my calories was. Okay. Uh, my calories when I finished the game was 1,048 calories. Now I'm going to be pressing space to continue. And the game's over? Do I get credits? Oh, I hit... Ooh, you made it. Here's my last hot dog. You can have a drink for free if you want. Oh, yes, please. Here's my hot dog. And we zoom out. I'm sitting in the jungle. I must have moved up to the jungle to eat my hot dog and watch the sunset. The, that, that Dilbert character was motion-captured listeners. Oh, the credits. A game by... Johannes Fischer? Michelle Hooter? There's two names. This is scrolling too fast. Lucas Schoenweiss? It's a German game, I guess. And Nico Glockner? No, uh, Eliam Laupert? Christoph uh, Flo Nerdl? So many people, and then their names disappeared so quickly. Thanks to our sponsor. Our sponsor, Monica Nerdl for two something. All our, and thanks for all our teachers. Ah, oh, this was a student game. This was amazing. Thanks for playing. Hey, you're welcome. You're welcome, Island Dash. This was a fantastic experience. I can't describe how, how fun that was to record. Um, we're back to the main menu. All right, let's hit that old mute button. What was I saying? Was I saying something? Yeah, that Dilbert character right at the end when he made me my hot dog was that... That, that character was motion captured, so his arms were really, like, his whole body was twisting around, his head was moving left and right, and it was a subtle, it was a subtle thing, like, uh, people might not pick up on it, uh, but that, the fact that these weird characters are motion captured, I don't know, rather than, uh, yeah, it, 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 it adds something quite strange to that, that character who is essentially a cylinder with, with little black squares for eyes and little rods for arms. The idea that it has like a human soul inside it, propelling it around the game is kind of strange. Yeah. I, uh, this was wonderful to record. The, the, yeah. What a cute game. What wonderful characters <laughs> I was spoken to by. Um, yeah. Uh, and, uh, I guess it was a, o o overall a very simple game. It was essentially three or four fetch quests. Um, that's not surprising uh, now that I know that it's basically... Uh, it's a shame the credits went so fast. I wasn't really able to get the full picture of who made it and who sponsored them. It, it sounds like it was a pretty... Uh, a a pretty small group of uh, what's the word uh, game developers who are making a start in their career. So fresh out of game developer school, they've put this together, and it looks like it's mostly maybe an exploration of an environment. What was that? So it sounds like maybe someone outside is banging around. All right, I'll go see what's up with that after I finish the introduction. 
so yeah, they, they've made this environment, which is like a beautiful paradise island, uh, and they, they've given you little jobs to run around to explore it, and what really gives the game its character, as you just heard, is that it's peopled by uh, by real characters. <laughs> I, I assume voices, these are the voices of the people on the development team who made this game, but uh, yeah, they, they, their, uh, their presence in the game makes this whole thing worth playing. For me, at least. I hope uh, you guys who have listened have enjoyed listening. I'm so uncertain as to whether to tag this development team into the tweet which I'm going to send out when I finish uh, recording and editing this episode. I'm real undecided. Uh, We'll see how we go. We'll see how we go. Uh, Thanks, everybody, uh, for listening to me speak and for uh, maybe listening to other episodes of my podcast. I play a Pokemon game. I play a Zork game. I drink a lager drink. I drink a whiskey drink. I drink a vodka drink. I drink a cider drink. Drink the drinks that remind me of the good times. I drink the drinks that remind me of the bad times. I make up songs as I'm trying to finish a podcast. I finish the podcast very, very, very abruptly. Wait, what the fuck am I doing? I wasn't paying attention.